Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our official first episode of the Sports and Like Other Stuff podcast. So, welcome, welcome to the show. My name is Stephanie Naranjo, and I'm joined by the amazing, the beautiful Kelly Sister. <laughs> Thank you for the warm introduction, as always. <laughs> That's how we always gotta pe- keep it. We're the we're the sports the Salos podcast. We always gotta keep it. Salos, 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 Salos. I love sure. that we have that. I literally love so much that we have that. I don't know how how I even thought about that. I I think I was just looking at the name, and I was like, okay, it's a little bit of a longer name. It's not like super super long but like how can we just shorten it just a little bit right and then i was like okay so what take the first like the easiest way to do it take the first letter of each word and put it together and see if it can say something i'm like say lows it's like that word association no but when and it I like kind of works you no know, it works so well when i was making the graphics i remember looking at this and i'm like this s-a-l-o-s say say los i'm like oh my god say los say less and then when you said it i was like okay i'm not crazy (laughs) (laughs) it's like we both like it someone just had to say it like we knew it was there we just had to say it but i i love it because i say say less all the time exactly exactly all the time so it just works it kind of fits our aesthetic it does fit our aesthetic speaking of that we have a nice (laughs) jam-packed show for everyone today and here are our topics. We're talking about Cam Newton, MLB returning. We'll see. And uh, Chloe question and mark. Tristan question mark. <laughs> Chloe and Tristan drama. And then our favorite TikToks of the week. We'll end on, on a lighthearted note. So we have a nice jam-packed show today for everyone. So Carol, take it away for us. What are your opinions on Cam Newton since you are the Boston expert? <laughs> Oh, I love that title, too. Um, Cam Newton. Well, one, I got to say it was a surprise. I think I was on FaceTime, I think, with my boyfriend. I was probably complaining about something. I don't know. And I get the Bleacher. No, I got ESPN first and then Bleacher Report right after it. Cam Newton to the Patriots. I was see what? And I'm not kidding you. I was lying in bed in the same position that I got the Tom Brady news. So I was like, is it something about like my room, my bed, like where I am at what time of day? Does that have something to do with what goes on with this team? Is it a vibe? Is it an aura? Uh, but Cam Newton to the Patriots, uh, I'm kind of all, all for it right now. It's kind of an open, uh, I, it's not an open spot. I like Jared Stidham. I like Stidham. I think Stidham has a lot of underdog potential. Um, a, a lot of people are saying, who is Jarrett Stidham? And I'd be like, you are correct, because not a lot of people know who he is. But what I've seen in the, the little little taste that we got of him, I like his arm, I like his size. And, you know, it's way too early to make any predictions about it, but I, I feel pretty okay with him at the moment and a little Bill Belichick magic sprinkled in there, I think we could work with something. However, I feel more confident with a seasoned quarterback 
also on the roster, like a, like a Cam Newton season's quarterback. You know, you have almost 10 years in the league. You win a Super Bowl MVP. You're a first-round draft pick, former Heisman. You kind of got it all. So I, I like it. Now, there is some concern, or not, it's not concern. Some people are just upset about the contract and I don't really know why necessarily because if you think about it he was released end of March say sometime around that I don't know the exact date released sometime around the end of March and then he had nowhere to go and at some point he was going to get picked up by someone that was just you know noted that but he, he made it known he didn't want to be a backup and he wanted to play somewhere. And it's like, okay, but at that point, a majority of their teams had a solidified starter in mind and a backup or had a competition that they were comfortable enough with that they weren't going to pay to bring Cam Newton onto their team. Because when you bring Cam Newton onto your team, you're paying for him in the minds of a lot of people. So he was riding this out. The Patriots come along, offer him a one-year deal with the minimum for a veteran player at $100.05 million. Only $550,000 guaranteed. He's like, okay, it's not great, but it's only a one-year contract. I'm I'm out on the market for the first time. I got to do something. I got to go somewhere. So he's like, the Patriots? Mm, really not that bad of an option. No, I, I agree, and I, I remember you said something, I whether it was a tweet that you had, or you said something on your story, and it was like, well, you know, while you, you know, you like the idea of Cam Newton coming, usually veteran players don't really do well when they're traded onto the Pats, and I've seen that a lot, oh god, I'm sorry, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> And I don't know, I, I think it was a good decision for them to make, but at the same time, like, I wonder how it would have been if they would have gotten Kaepernick, because remember those rumors were going around? Well, yeah, it's definitely either quarterback would be hit or miss just because you don't know how you're going to fit into an organization until you get there. And you have to be able to fully buy in. And I think part of the hesitation people have is if he's only on a one-year contract, how much does he want to buy in? Because if he has his thoughts set, okay, I might be out of here in a year and he isn't looking at the long term, there's a concern. Is he going to buy into the program? Is he going to buy into the Bill Belichick way? Is he going to fit into it? Is he going to like it? Are they going to have a team that fits his style of play? And plus, Cam Newton goes into it with some injury questions. So that is the concern right there. The concern with Kaepernick would be he's been out of the league. You know, unfortunately, you haven't seen him in play since 2016. So you have all that time in between. And either it's a gamble in its own right. You know, right. anytime you get anytime you get a seasoned quarterback, the talent's not the gamble. It's fitting into the program and being able to not only gel with the team, but with the organization as a whole, because all of that matters. It's a trickle down. So whatever direction they went in, they knew they were taking a risk. It was just, you know, what risk were they going to go with? 
and as it is right now they just they went with cam newton for you know their list of reasons that they probably had and they probably looked at the both of them and just felt like which one could we possibly see adjusting to our situation right away right right and i i don't know i think i i'm very 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 excited for this coming season because i feel like so much change is coming right so much different we're gonna see a brand new nfl in my opinion and a lot of the change started obviously with corona with the fact that we're you know we're all coming back with with new with new regulations with obviously do you know if we'll still be able if the NFL has made any um, news about whether fans will be allowed in the stadium no right there hasn't been any sort of overall statement from the NFL that I know of no have no of uh, I feel like Adele will push that back because he's definitely going to wait for more state direction I believe because it will be tough. I, I think the NFL is the, probably one of the leagues that's most hesitant about having games with no fans. Right. No. So I think that they're definitely going to delay as much as possible to to see what the majority of the states that involve the league make on those kinds of decisions. No, I one thousand percent agree. Like look at what was hap- what's happening with with baseball. Um, they have to all stay, and in basketball, they all have to isolate themselves. Either baseball will be in Arizona or in their own little tiny state and or other stadiums. And obviously the NBA is going to be in Orlando. Um, but I know... Well, you already have base, you already have baseball players that are backing out, too, that aren't going to return for the season. Then you have Maya Moore, who's not returning to the WNBA. So you have a bunch of people that aren't returning. Maya Moore's situation is a little different. She's returning for other reasons than COVID, but still you don't have people coming back for overall general concerns about health and safety. Right, yeah. I mean, I would be too. You guys are, like, these guys are getting paid a lot of money and, you know, they have to put their, put their I don't know, I think a lot of them are, are young and healthy, but I felt like with the response that we received from Corona, it was very mix and match, right? There's a lot of people our age who were still in ventilators, and a lot of people who maybe were a little bit older than us getting blood clots, and now look at what was happening with younger children who are getting Kawasaki syndrome. So it's, it's, well, and to- it's so scary. And today, unfortunately, a Penn State student died. You know, Penn State where we went. A 21-year-old kid, unfortunately, and condolences to his family, to all of his friends, and everyone else at the university. Like, it, I saw it, surprisingly, I saw that news on the website for the station I work for. And so I didn't even hear it through any of my Penn State channels. I saw it from my work. And it, it just hits you, and it's someone who's 21, you know, I'm only 22, I'm only a year older than that kid. And... You know, they said complications of COVID-19, but still, whatever the complications were, he was 21 years old. Yep. He's young. And we've been seeing instances that everywhere. Me or someone I knew. Right. It's scary. And and so these these teams and these leagues that don't want to go back, I don't blame them. Am I sad because do I want to go? You know, 
I'm so close to Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Do I want to go to an Indians game and a Pirates game? Heck yeah. I'd love to go. That'd be great. But I can't. And that's okay because at the end of the day, everyone being healthy and safe is more important than baseball. Exactly. And well, knowing I work for MLB Network, so I still get the updates from, you know, our our talent and also from any tweets that's going around around about baseball. So we got a email the other day and it was about all the um, regulations and stuff that they're putting in place for the return for baseball, which is new on-field rules. Obviously, no people in the stands. Uh, rules, procedures for health and safety, as far as scheduling games go, everything is completely different. Literally so different. Revised procedures and transactions, all player transactions, roster rules, a bunch of stuff. And this is only, this is just also for summer camp. That and the, and a lot of um, what's going on as far as since yesterday. That's, so it's a lot and so an example it's there have um spitting obviously is a huge thing is prohibited no more spitting for baseball players they are not allowed to either whether it's saliva sunflower seeds peanut shells or tobacco but bubble gum is allowed <laughs> in case ever anyone was worried bubble gum is allowed um I can have... already feel the toothache from too much bubble gum as you say that. Like, I can feel it. I'm so dramatic, <laughs> right. but I can literally feel it. Expanded dugout and bullpen spaces. Practice physical distancing, which would be hard because what if you're, <laughs> what if you want to get someone out at, at, with a pitcher is trying to get someone out of first base when he's trying to, when he's trying to steal? Like, obviously, there has to be some sort of, of closeness between like basement and people who are who are on like running like you know what i mean so how is that gonna go right i guess i guess we'll see in some of these um camp games but as far as how that is happening i really don't know no no pre-game exchange of lineup cards uh up to three exhibition games all player lineup cards are going to be virtual. No, so it says there will be no pregame exchange of lineup cards. Instead, each club will input their lineup card into a mobile application provided by the MOP. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. So um, everyone obviously is required to have COVID testing before they everyone starts. I think they haven't. I have not received any email saying as who has tested positive and who hasn't. But you know what's funny? MLB and NHL Network are all in the same entity. So I've been getting emails of what NHL players have tested positive, but I have not gotten any emails about what MLB players have tested positive. Is that public information you're allowed to share? Yes. There's all this, um, everything. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was like, hmm, interesting. Because it's private information. And even if there was private information, they wouldn't tell us. <laughs> Yeah, no, but the, well, I think all, all the hockey features. stuff has been published too. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, so ML, any MLB right. players that have pest positive, I don't think they're releasing to the public at all. But everything that I'm saying right now is oh. pretty common knowledge. It's everything that's been laid out um, for for camp so far. 
And I think um, a bunch of people have tweet um, talent have tweeted about it already. So this is all already knowledge that's out there. I'm just restating it for nice hashtag content. With with the with with the <laughs> with the facts to back it up from the big bosses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's going. That's what's going on with baseball. What do you? It really you should think? be interesting. Yeah, it sh it should be interesting because people see baseball as a non-contact sport. And he here in Ohio, I've driven past Little League fields. They're having games already. Kids are still playing. Well, not still playing. They they've started playing again. But it's hard. But it when it does come to professional baseball, just because of the big fan base and it's such a long season. And you're around these guys all the time playing a hundred plus games. So it's, you can't avoid these people at all either. It's not like football where, you know, in practices, you can kind of, you know, divide the team up a little more. Like when you're playing multiple yeah. games in a week, you're just always constantly with everyone from the team intermingling with, and I guess, I guess you are with football too, but I feel like they can just divide up a little more. Maybe, right. maybe I'm making that up in my head. But with baseball, it just seems like there's just a lot of people together all the time because you have so many games and it's such a long season and there's so much travel. Yeah. And so I, I just, I'm very curious to see how the new regulations work out because and even even with you know, the 60, it just doesn't... 60 game season, I remember John. I was talking with John about this, and he was even telling me he's like, it's gonna mean that like every single game counts. You know, like you know, like with baseball, normally it's 160 plus games, and it's this is gonna be a hundred less games, right? And like now it's right. almost exactly like football. Like every single game counts. You should be watching almost every single like game that your team is playing because one loss can result in not going to the playoffs. Right, and one of the best parts about baseball, at least for the long season, some people don't like it. They like, oh, it drags on, whatever. But for me, the long season, you know, some teams start at the top and then they they dip down. Other teams start low and then they trend upwards some start kind of at the average middle place and then they shoot in all different directions you just see teams kind of bob and weave out of you know being at the top toward the bottom you know, that's fun because you know sometimes there isn't a clear-cut you know number one organization and exactly. it's in the season i i mean in football there can be but then you have the surprises whatever we won't get into like the deepness of that but with all these teams and in such a long season it really gives everybody the opportunity to fight rebuild re-strategize you know come back you know to another stretch of games looking like a different team and i think that's fun i don't know about anyone else some people don't like baseball they think it's boring i love baseball and i i think it's exciting when you know a team that started you know winning next to nothing games all of a sudden is making some playoff run toward the end of the season that's really cool i love that exactly look at the nationals look at what happened with the nationals they no one exactly no one suspected that they'd win the world series no one suspected they'd even go to the world series i didn't at all nope and nobody and look at that it. i remember i remember when they the the day that they won that the um 
uh, and they qualified. They went. We're going to the World Series. That was wasn't that Bryce Harper's birthday? <laughs> and everyone's like, I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> Bryce Harper's birthday. Because I just like, I did feel bad. I did feel a little bad for Bryce Harper because everyone trolled him so bad. And, so bad. And I, not that I, not that I necessarily feel bad for Philly. I'm not saying that I sympathize with Philly because again, I'm Never. from Boston, so I got to be very careful with the way I say this. But when it comes to sports, sometimes Philly sees receives the raw end of the deal, and they were so hyped about Bryce Harper, which they still should be because there's nothing wrong with Bryce Harper. I, he's you know a great baseball player. I stand by that. But um, you know they get all this hype with him coming in. They're like, oh yeah, we got Bryce Harper. Yeah, woo, whatever. And then his former team goes to win the World Series. So it. It's just, I think it's one of the most Philly things to happen within, you know, yep. the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. One billion percent. And uh, you know what I was thinking about also? Now that everything's coming back. And I also have to, I, sorry to interrupt. I do have to put a disclaimer. I like Philly. Subtract the sports teams. Boston's my home. <laughs> City of Philly is really cool. Continue. Well, you work really close to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania's, too. Pennsylvania's. Pennsylvania is my second home i mean the the market that i cover i cover two counties in pennsylvania up in western yes. pa mercer and lawrence county um but pennsylvania is my second home i love pennsylvania state college i love philly i do uh where my boyfriend lives i love that area so it it's a great state i do love it but I, it wouldn't be right of me to not give philly a hard time Yes, exactly. And I feel you in that, since me being a New Yorker, number one, and also number two, being a Cowboys fan. So, Philly, Philly holds a weird place, not even in my heart, just in the back of my brain. <laughs> but anyways, going back, with, <laughs> going back with baseball, I just felt like, do you even remember the Astros scandal? Do you, do you even remember that? Does anyone even just consider that? At this that? point, at this point, do you remember anything before March? No. I feel like that was like a time, I still a weird feel time like warm. March hasn't ended. Is March over? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's March. seriously, but like somebody said that the other day, and I was like, honestly, it doesn't feel like March ever ended. Like it's July. Yeah, it's July. July. Like when did that happen? Because nobody told me. It's just it's been a whirlwind these last couple of months. It really has. They've just flown by. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and like nobody knows how to feel about this. No one knows no one's been through this experience. You know, whether you're a hundred years old or just born yesterday, nobody's been through this. So there's like really no relation there's really nobody left since 1918 when the spanish flu happened so we're kind of left to figure out well, how do we feel you know exactly exactly oh man but i know i know what this you know pandemic did bring brought in a lot of uh trauma tea in addition to the pop culture right so uh we're gonna go into our next topic talking about chloe and tristan thomas that tea. So, Chloe's birthday. Sipping the tea. Sipping the tea. Yes. I don't have my teacup, but um, 
Oh my god, I should bring it next I just really needed water. <laughs> I know, I forgot my water bottle too. It's back there somewhere. <laughs> Anyways. But, um, so Chloe, it, the drama all happened previously for Chloe Kardashian's birthday, which was on the 27th. Um, and everyone was raving about how Chloe was at her birthday party celebrating with ev- everyone with a ring, a nice big ring on her hand. Now, this normally wouldn't be anything, but the ring was on her ring finger. So there was a lot of speculation as to whether Chloe and Tristan got engaged. Sources for E! News was telling them that Chloe and Tristan are fine. They're in an okay place. However, they're not in that place where they would be engaged. They're just chilling. And she was also quoted saying to a source that because of Corona, they've actually kind of rekindled a love in the relationship, in the, to say the least. So, that's why a lot of people were probably wondering whether it was an engagement ring or not. I don't know. What do you what do you, what do you feel about this whole situation between Chloe and Tristan? I know you were telling me before you wanted to bring up Jordan, which I think is a very relevant top person to bring up with between the relationship between Chloe and Tristan. Well, over the last couple of months when people were speculating or seeing them together with their daughter and everything, people were always bringing up Jordan. Of course, you really can't fortunately bring up any, you know, anything about Tristan and Chloe without bringing up Jordan because it's kind of the reason that Tristan and Chloe aren't together. And, you know, I brought up Jordan because you have to kind of look at the sequence of events like Chloe, Chloe, if you're looking at Chloe and Tristan's relationship first, they have a daughter together. Chloe was gonna rekindle with Tristan in one way or another for the sake of her daughter. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you know, I, she's made it very clear that she doesn't want her daughter and Tristan to have a bad relationship. She wants her daughter to respect her father, and she knows that part of that will be the way that she treats him. Secondly, she loves Tristan. You know that. You saw the way that she reacted to the Tristan Jordan thing, and she was devastated. She was heartbroken. She loves him. So, you know, I'm not surprised if something's rekindling because at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you love people and they make mistakes, and you can get back to a place where you can earn trust back and maybe grow a different relationship. It shouldn't be the same because whatever it was before didn't work out and there's a reason for that. But maybe they have the ability to grow a different relationship and be better together and for their daughter. And that's wonderful and that's beautiful. So then the question becomes, what about Jordan? Because, you know, Tristan is just as guilty guilty in the situation as Jordan would be. Exactly. Now, my thing is, I at the end of the day, you have to consider true, right? True is the main binding factor between Chloe and Tristan. If there was no true, then I really don't think there'd be a Tristan and Chloe. Now, in the religion, in this, you know, the argument for with Jordan is included. Now, at the same time, I think if she wants to be you could you could very easily have a baby daddy and not have a relationship with him and just keep it cordial and you know focus on true 
correct? Now, I just think if she wants to forgive him for what he did during the relationship, that is fine. But she has to, for, uh, personally, I think she has to forget about Jordan. Not always bring it up. Because if you always bring these kind of things up, you're never going to be happy in your relationship. Right? And that's just how life goes. If you're going to forgive someone, you kind of just have to, you have to put it behind you. Because then you're never going to keep moving forward if you keep bringing it up from the past. I do agree that she should always hold Tristan accountable because at the end of the day, he chose to, you know, still do whatever he did with Jordan. But I don't think that Jordan deserves all the hate that Chloe was giving her, even though she's just as guilty because she knew. It's weird. It's a weird paradox, right? Because Jordan knew, obviously, Chloe was, was with Tristan. And obviously, Jordan knew that Tristan was with Chloe and that she was going to find out either way. And then that Jordan was best friends with Kylie. That's Kylie's older sister. So it, it's just, I think the hate that Jordan was getting from Chloe was, you know, it wasn't justified, but I can, I, as a girl in a relationship, I, I, if that were to happen to me, which I know that would never happen, love you, John, but, um, <laughs> but, um, I just know for a fact I would feel upset also, but every girl, do you, have you, do you know Call Her Daddy? Have you listened to Call Her Daddy? I've never listened to it, but I know about it. So I love Call Her Daddy. It's basically um, a sex and relationship podcast. I wouldn't even call it a relationship, but I'm more like a sex, <laughs> like funny story podcast and relationship. So she had mentioned how when girls get mad at, at the other girl that their significant other cheated on them with, why? You have to, the person who cheated on you is the guy. Don't get so angry at the girl. Get angry at the guy, right? But with Jordan, it's a different story because the girl was her friend and it was her little sister's best friend. I don't know. It's just... It's a weird I mean, it's definitely a sticky situation, but, you know, if they get to a point where Tristan can be forgiven or Jordan can be forgiven, all can be forgiven, you know, I mean, that's best case scenario. It seems like it could play out that that way and you know all I gotta say is kudos to Chloe for being able to forgive because so many people can't and at the end of the day Tristan and Jordan are human beings just like everybody else and you know so many people say they would never you know do this or do that but at the end of the day it's like we weren't in that situation and we don't know what happened at the end of the day we know it was wrong and we know that they feel awful about it and it looks like they're doing from our perspective from what we can see they're doing what they feel is right to either reconcile or try to move past this and hopefully become better because of it right and again that's the best case scenario if you can make a mistake no matter how minor or major it is and become better out of it that's when your mistake doesn't define you and you kind of define yourself from it you know if that makes sense yep. yep if you can take your mistake whether you hurt somebody or whether you did something wrong or whatever and just show people that 
you know, that isolated moment or moments happened, but I learned from it and I grew and I'm better for it. I think people will see the good in you and, and will see that and not hold you against your mistakes, especially when you're as young as Jordan, you know? Yeah, I agree. Well, moving on to a lighter topic. We have our I know we, we were we we're just like we're getting deep here. We're getting Did we so get deep, deep on this podcast? Do we get deep on this podcast? I guess we will now. So people now the people know that we have a deep side. <laughs> we we have we, we have a seriousness to us. <laughs> well, anyways, we're gonna go right into our TikTok. So coming up, we have our three our three favorite TikToks that that Carol and I have been I love TikTok super into yeah I don't know about you but since quarantine I've just been obsessed like John will look over and he'll be like what are you doing I'll be like watching TikTok I spam my boyfriend with TikToks and they're all of golden retrievers yep yep <laughs> alright well here's our first that's one that's all my t- that's my TikTok timeline's all golden retrievers I'm not kidding yeah, your four. I feel like my for you page is just like my for you page is very like satirical stuff, like my humor, and I'm like, I love it. I love it. Yep. It's either <laughs> dogs or like really, really, really like weird like humor. Yep. Like this, like this one right here. Or sports. Put a finger down, millennial edition. Put a finger down if you downloaded TikTok sort of as a joke and you hated it at first and you just wanted Vine back, but then you started finding more and more people your age and then quarantine hit and now you're addicted and you can't fall asleep until like 2 a.m. and you're starting to worry if you'll ever be able to adjust to real life again. And your back hurts. <laughs> that was too relatable. Way too relatable. It was so relatable. The reason I downloaded TikTok was because of my friend Erica, shout out Erica. She was like getting me in on it. She was like sending me TikToks all the time. And I was like watching them because you could watch them on like your internet browser on your phone. So I would like click on the link, I'd watch it, I'd be like, haha, this is funny. I'm like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna download it because she keeps sending me these, they're kind of funny. I'm like, it's definitely not gonna be better than Vine because I was like a Vine star. I loved Vine. So, and now here I am just engrossed in tiktok well tiktok has a lot more than just relatable content it also has a lot of uh sports stuff too overtime is on tiktok and they have a huge following on tiktok but going into sports we have this next one right here i love this so good that was so good that's my kind of humor right there i love that stuff i love people who can't take themselves seriously like that like they they go to a hockey game they paid all this money they're buying beers that you could probably use that money to pay your phone bill and they came to cheer on the refs they came to make something that's already lighthearted even more lighthearted and yep. that's why I love stuff like that. So shout out to those guys because that one, that one made my brilliant. life. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. 
<laughs> okay, this one. Oh my god, Carol. When I tell you, I don't want to hype it up and it not be funny for people. But when I tell you when I found this and I was peeing, peeing from laughter. I did, just, just watch. Just watch. <laughs> I think the creepy part is too is like when they're coming out of the water you can see the face change from like the woman to like the man oh my god that's the part that freaks me out it's so good it's 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 so good and then it becomes so realistic so you see a change and then you're just like <laughs> and then it the looks song so, makes the, it too the, the realistic song, it makes it it makes it better it makes it five billion times better oh my god but yeah, no, that those were. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see what the rest of your TikTok looks like. <laughs> my for you page. My for you page is pretty weird. I will say. We should do that one day. We should just show off each other's for you page. Just keep scrolling. <laughs> Hours of us just scrolling through our for you pages. <laughs> no, I think, I think I'm definitely on alt TikTok because I have a lot of um, witch TikTok, and then I have I'll have like um, I'll have weird like um oh my god what are, oh like aesthetic tiktoks like those ones that are like i wish my aesthetic was this like and like it's like russian goth i don't know it's like it's weird i have a lot of <laughs> there's like so this is okay because you say that i keep seeing like people's comments and stuff they're like oh i made it on this tiktok or that's like where all of their posts like have some yeah. sort of related theme and I, so i think at one point i was on christian tiktok and I don't know why. <laughs> and it's like it's like all of these relatable like co- like relatable content for kids that like like are part of like missions and stuff. And I never was, so I, I was like, how did I get here? Like some of them were was... funny, but I couldn't relate. I just couldn't relate to it because like I don't live church. Like I have a church, but I don't live in a church. You know where? And so I, like, I, just, I, I just I. I don't know where I got lost. You know how I, I knew where it, and I made so it. Shout out to Christian TikTok. Shout I mean, out to it, Christian. It was you guys did a nice, you guys did a nice job. There was some really funny content on there, but I eventually found my way back. I just got sidetracked, I guess. I don't. Now you're on dog TikTok. Uh, well, that's where I should have been the whole time, probably. The whole time. Because all I do is watch golden retriever videos all the time. <laughs> I knew what I knew and that I like made it. And there's like some sports mixed in there. I knew that I made it when I got a TikTok that said, "Congratulations, you've you've officially made it to Frog TikTok." I'm like, "Yes, Frog TikTok." Wait, it tells you? No, I mean it was a TikTok that was like, "If you're watching this, you've made it to Frog TikTok." <laughs> oh, I thought you said like TikTok was like, "Okay, you've entered." <laughs> no. You've entered Frog TikTok. No. Congratulations! I'm like, have I fully not entered Golden Retriever TikTok? Is TikTok not telling That's me not something? Me. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, that, they should do that. That should be the next update for sure. Tell they should, and then maybe they should tell you how you got there, so that yeah. I would have just better known like, how I got to certain places. I don't even have an account. 
that's the thing. I just scroll on like the, and, and it recognizes my preferences still. And I have all the videos I like. I don't even have an official account. That's the funny part. So I don't like any videos. I've unfortunately made a few TikToks. I have never made a TikTok. I just enjoy the content. Maybe next week we'll, I'll show you my TikToks and you can roast them. <laughs> Tell me what you think. <laughs> oh man. That, but... that sounds great. Let's just have a staff roast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I but... don't even think I'd know what to say, to be honest. It's just literally just me dancing. and No, one of me dancing and then the other one of, is of Rudy, actually. Rudy. <laughs> okay, acceptable. So I think you would like that one, of course. But other than that, it's just my ugly mug on there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, shush. <laughs> but oh, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, if you liked any of the topics that we were talking about today, we will go ahead and write some articles and elaborate them on them more on our website, which is right here www.sportsandlikeotherstuff.com if you're listening uh, we're officially on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify Podcasts so if you want to go and take a listen um, we will upload always all our content onto our Instagram course which is the Sports and Like Other Stuff podcast well just at Sports and Like Other Stuff and on our Facebook which is the at Salos podcast so be sure you go ahead and follow us so thank you so much guys i have been stephanie naranjo joined by me laggy video <laughs> i'm working on it we're, i'm working, we're working on, on, it. on it we're working on it i think after when we post this it'll be post fourth of july but we're recording this pre fourth of july so uh everyone have a great weekend i'm just gonna keep putting my thumbs up while you <laughs> talk because i don't really know what to do with my hands <laughs> whatever you do it's you know it's it's fine because we don't there's a, the salos podcast is a judgment-free podcast so <laughs> no rules <laughs> no rules no rules whatsoever no but seriously happy fourth of july everyone stay safe bye guys Please be careful with the fireworks yes be careful with the fireworks have a great weekend